0: in the world hands down world famous gamer and philanthropist a gaming for good it's called has raised more than 20 million dollars using his notoriety to raise money for charity on activism science culture and self-development proud to have him in the studio today i would not want to take you on in a video game zx says a teen life many rich people i stumble upon give me the you can't change the world alone reason how to respond to that ignorance from influential people if you just Wipe your dick out of your pants, right? And you wiggle it in the air. You're changing the world. Very small, but you're changing it. By breathing, by just walking, by doing, living life, you're changing the world. The question is not whether or not you change the world. Or whether you're not changing the world. Because everybody does that. No matter what, everybody changes the world. But the question is, to which extent do you change the world? And to which extent do you change the world for the better? And if you define changing the world with the extent to which you change it for the better, that's very different. Then it doesn't really matter anymore whether you change the world or whatever. Because the problem is not here you can not change the world. The problem is the concept of I'm unable to change the world. That is what stops people. People are emotionally invested in the idea like if I do something, I want to change the world. And they're emotionally attached to that, but since they don't see a world impact in their actions, they're they're motivated to actually make a difference. But it's not about changing the world as a whole. It's about changing the world with the biggest impact you can have. And then, it doesn't matter whether it's small or big. Everybody does it based on their own ability. King Crab says, a team, what's your view on the world? I know it's a broad question, but what do you think about 2015 and the systems of government and society we have? Okay, King Crab. I think we'll live in the best time we have ever lived up till this moment. And every day it gets better and better and better. That's what I think. I think we live in one of the most interesting times ever to exist. I think we have come a long way, but we still have to go a long way. I believe in the good in people, and in their potential to grow and achieve big things. And by approaching it that way, I will stimulate people to act more towards that direction. And as a result, I'm a positivist rather than a pessimist. I try to see people for their potential, even though at that given moment they might not be like that. But that's how you stimulate people to be better. There's been studies and everything that show that that is the better approach. So that's how I look, that's my outlook. I'm a positive person. Even though I've gone through a lot of shit, have experienced a lot of shit, and a lot of people that would have gone through the same shit would have a very negative, pessimistic view, I keep staying positive. My question I didn't say you didn't have a good life, but telling people not to go out and have a little fun is silly. I'm telling people that People should be responsible. They can do whatever the fuck they want. But the more responsible you are, the less little fun you need. Why do you need little fun? If you value your time as an asset and you see what is all wrong in the world, you can translate that time into effective impact. And then taking time off is unwinding. It's contextualized in a responsible mindset. And that is much more fulfilling than that mindless, brainless direction of having to enjoy yourself and be entertained. It doesn't make sense. Those concepts are flawed as fuck. Life is not about having fun. Life is much more than that. If your cells in your body were all about having fun, you wouldn't even be alive. Life is about moving forward as a person and as a species. That's what life is in its real, true form. It's because we have quite some misconceptions and we don't really understand these things that we're still a bit distracted and that's why there's so much depression as well. It's really important. What I'm saying is really important. I've gone and I've talked to the people that would have achieved everything. You have people that people look up to, like the Hollywood actors, or people that are billionaires or millionaires, that are depressed as fuck. I've gone to the Bahamas to play on PCA, Poker Stars, Caribbean Adventure, and the people there were so depressed. They go and they try another kick, another distraction, and they go like, this doesn't work, this doesn't work. Like this entire Hollywood, this entire little life that is portrayed like, oh, having fun. That's not why you're here. That's not what's going to give you purpose. That's what's created so you consume bullshit you don't need to make other people make money out of you. If you really want to have purpose in your life, it's about doing good. The thing is, and I say it every time, and when I do these real talks, I say it every time. I don't know how many people know about iPower, but iPower was founded on three rules. Well, three foundations, not even rules. Be open-minded, think rationally about the ideas, and put them into practice. That's it. That's already 10 years ago. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is because you could really see it very simple. If you're not emotionally attached to any belief, then obviously you're going to adopt the beliefs that are more effective and put them into practice. And how do you do that? Through logic. By looking at reality. You can call it science. You can call it scientific method. Whatever. If you're not emotionally attached to your beliefs, an entire world goes open. A more consistent one. A more solid one. One that will cause more fulfillment. Help you more. And that's why these real talks are so important. Because most of you guys are completely wrapped up In your indoctrination. You think you believe in stuff that are your own BS. It's been indoctrinated in you. You have that with religion, but also with society. Ideas about consumption. Ideas about how to spend your money. Ideas about how to live your life. You guys haven't gotten brainwashed. Brainwashing is what comes when you replace ideas with others. And enforce that. You sirs haven't been brainwashed because you haven't had anything replace and that's what happens when you grow up as a kid you can just put all the bullshit in your head you don't even question them you grow up then you start backwards rationalizing ideas why that's who you are but throughout the entire period you haven't really questioned who you are and whether the bullshit you believe is true or not and you can easily point out to fundamentalist or religion or whatever saying like oh this or that but most of you aren't any better you haven't questioned your own beliefs you haven't scrutinized your own beliefs and that's why I'm doing those reef talks so you guys scrutinize us and question your own beliefs. If you go all crazy about vegetarianism, or if you guys go all crazy about whatever I say here, and you have that knee-jerk reaction of like, fuck you, a thing! you're crazy. That's exactly what religious fundamentalists would tell me if I would start questioning God or Jesus. They would say like, you're crazy, you go burn in hell. And that is what's so important, is to always be detached from your own beliefs. The nature of your brain is to be in denial. That's how your brain works. Go check out Phantom in the Brains from Ramachandran on YouTube, a documentary. If your right part of the brain is damaged, you can't even question reality anymore because your left part of the brain is in denial. And if the right part is not big enough of a dissonance, it cannot overwrite your left part and therefore you will just be stuck in the beliefs you believe. Being aware of that allows you to more easily overwrite your beliefs, makes you more easily grow as a person. These things, insights are very important. That's why neuroscience is so important because it allows you to grow as a person. A team, please give me some weight loss motivation. Me and others in here I know could really use it. I'm getting them motivated everywhere. Dino 900. Well, aside from all the health benefits and all the increased life and better looking, more confident, I can give you a lot of reasons why to lose weight. But that is not why you don't do it. The reason why you don't do it is because at certain points you just cannot get off your ass. And that is normal because of your environment. You're more triggered by your environment. So my advice to you is find someone else and do it together. That's my advice. And be responsible for each other. There's actually something we do here and you guys don't know. But it works really well. We work with teams. With pairs of two. What I mean with that is, just like me and Reese have been able to grow and been able to work together and always get feedback to each other, it's been very strengthening. When you get a bigger group, it gets harder. Social dynamics, what is it, me towards everyone? Like, how do you sort that out? So Alex actually came up with the idea we were taking shifts of every person was responsible for everything and we switched that every day. But Alex came up with the idea, like, why not with pairs? And that's actually very, very good to do it with pairs. So now we all have pairs and basically they're responsible for each other and if they need something, they go to each other and they just work together, just like me and Reese work together. And uh, when there is a next person that comes here, I pair with them and then I pair them up with someone else. And they basically just work together. And that is the reason why that is because that motivates you, that allows you to balance things out. And that's why if I tell you, if you want to do it, Find another guy where you can work together with. It will increase your motivation. You will also feel responsible for the other person. And it will really help you out. Best tip, EU. Will really help you quite a bit. Athene, do you have any structural way of thinking through problems? Building arguments and drawing conclusions? I do not mean arguments like a political debate. Shelburne, yes I do. I'm extremely structured when it comes down to argumentation. But very also experienced. The thing is though, when I talk to other people... It depends. When I talk to another person, I won't talk to another person because it's a waste of time because his ego will be triggered and there is no reason. But let's say I talk to a person on Skype, I have a very structured approach. Or I try to just talk with witty lines for people to cheer in the chat. Or I go more into depth, into the argument that he's bringing. Almost every single time, I will not bring information to the table. When I debate people, I will always use their own argumentation against themselves. It's the strongest way of collapsing someone's argument is by doing it by showing their own inconsistency. So I ask a lot of questions. I have a really good working memory and the moment they say paradoxical stuff, I won't even bring it up immediately. I just give them a head start. I give them the impression that they're ahead and then at one point I just boom, just put everything together and most of the time people don't even have the ability to put everything in line and that's why they have an unstructured argument. If they do, they would have the same opinion as me, most of the time. I built uh, arguments very structurally and very logically, and that's why I'm so good at talking, and so good at real talk, and that's why when I talk about those things, all the stuff I say makes so much fucking sense. It's because I've been doing this so long. If I'm really good at something, it would be rhetoric, much better than poker, much better than all games I've played. I've been thinking about life since I was six years old. So when it comes down to arguments and rhetoric and building a a structured dialogue, I'm very, very, very thoughtful. And I would go as far as saying that even when I talk, there is still different layers that people are not aware of that are also in front of it. And I take a lot of things into account, like what do I say? Should I say this, this and that? And I always sometimes ask feedback to Reese, like, oh, should I have done this? Should I have done that? I don't have so much experience with Skype calls. That's why after the Skype call, I always ask Reese and the people around, did I come too aggressive to calibrate myself? Because I don't get to see how I come across. But when it comes down to just me talking, I've quite some experience because of the the real talks, have listened to the real talks, have seen, oh, this is the rhetoric that people actually like and have calibrated myself. Just like the Athene persona has been calibrated towards sensationalized in the WoW uh, community, this real talk has been calibrated towards the stream. So there's a lot of layers. 6.5 Gaming, is life about becoming who you are? No, life is about becoming the best version of yourself. It's not about becoming how I am. It's about becoming the best version of you. Honestly, I think nobody should look up to me. Nobody should idolize me, no one. I don't idolize anyone. If you want to idolize someone, idolize the best version of yourself. That should be the one you want to become. Not this random guy on the stream. So, you have to want to become the best version of yourself. I'm just someone speaking. Learn from the good things and forget about the bad things. Then Danix says, I think, can you explain how to become aware of backwards rationalization and how to overcome it? When I sometimes act or feel impulsive, does the best version of me always act rationally? I think that's a good question. Backwards rationalization takes place all the time. Everybody does it. So, if I experience something, I will backwards rationalize it. But the big difference is whether you think about it first or you act impulsively. If you act impulsively, a lot of people act and then backwards rationalize. But it should be the other way around. You first backwards rationalize and then you act. And as a result, you don't get into a slippery slope where you try to justify your actions and create an entire flawed rhetoric and logic to defend yourself. And that's when people really start becoming inconsistent, hypocritical and all that. So... Think before you act, not the other way around. Be mindful, just don't try to be impulsive. And that will already sort out a lot of the backwards rationalization. You would be much more on the money, to put it that way. Redstone says, teen in Gods in the Neurons, you say, Will is a drive to reduce dissonance. Could you elaborate on this? And how does dissonance occur? Well, dissonance, cognitive dissonance, is one of the most studied psychological phenomena about the brain and it's basically what you experience when you have two contradicting beliefs at the same time. Your consciousness always tries to to reduce the dissonance and your consciousness is merely the result of the activity, the neural activity at a given moment. So you have all those neural uh, networks that are active and bring about who you are right now. So the reason why you're hungry is not because there's a command center sending the message saying like, oh, now you're hungry. No, it just emerges because the neural network responsible for Uh, Eating becomes more active, and as a result, you want to eat. And that has very high implications. Even though this sounds very simple and normal and not so much to think about, it has very high implications. Because when someone, for example, outside starts yelling at you, the reason why you want to calm him down or why you want to avoid that is not because that person there is there annoying you in some kind of real setting third setting. No, no, no. Everything is taking place in your consciousness. The reason why you're trying to avoid them is because that person is represented in your awareness by a neural network that is causing dissonance. And you want to reduce that dissonance and that brings about your action. And basically everything you do is because of the dissonance, like Will, is because of the dissonance you experience between neural networks. And if you even would ask, like, where does dissonance come from? My interpretation It's just like waves. If you have waves that enhance each other, they amplify each other. If they dissonate, they cancel each other out. Basically, dissonance goes on a core level against your existence. If every single wave would be dissonating, you wouldn't even experience. Because it would cancel itself out. That's my interpretation. I don't know if that's the case, but that is what I would interpret it if I even boil it down even more. Sushi Monkey says, Ateen, you always say that your motivation for making a difference is that's what we are, and the meaning of life is moving forward. I agree on almost everything you say, but I don't quite understand. Just because we have evolved to question our own existence doesn't mean our purpose is making a difference and evolving as a species. I would say my motivation is to make the world a better place for people to live, and not just because that's what we are. Okay, I guess it's because of a misunderstanding. Maybe you misunderstand or maybe you're not really understanding. I don't think you understand the extension to how deep it goes. Because when you think about life, you think about life from a very limited awareness. You look at yourself, but when you look at yourself, you look at your beliefs, your experiences, and that's it. But you're way more than that. When you look at what you are, is you're the product of billions of years of evolution. You are the product of nature adapting to reality and bringing about who you are. And on top of that, your ability to think and be and have memories and everything is based on mathematical patterns and on physical laws that are very fine-tuned and that are required to make up who you are right now. So when you look at yourself, it's much more than just your thoughts. You're much more than that. And when you understand that the foundation of what you are, your consciousness itself is the result of billions of billions of years of evolution. But on top of that, also a lot of physical laws that have to be very fine-tuned to even be able to bring you about. And that has only been possible through evolution. Then I say that evolution itself is not just what you are, but also what you're designed to do. Because if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't even have the ability to think in the first place. And that is moving forward. It's literally what you are, but it's even more what you're designed to be. The reason why you get a boner when you see a girl, or the reason why you care when people have pain and you want to do something about it, is because not just that is how you are, but that's what you're designed to be. You are an evolution machine. And if you wouldn't be, You would cease to exist. And that is why I say moving forward and making a difference in the world as a human, but also as a species, is more than just what we are. It's our design, it's our purpose. And if you go against that, you don't just go against your experiences or whatever, you literally go against the design of what brings about consciousness. You literally go against the foundation of what you are. And it goes deeper than just your beliefs. Because your beliefs, honestly, they just come and go. You come and go. We all just come and go. But what stays? It's the progress we make. It's the legacy we leave behind. Just like billions of species had to die and evolve to bring about you, same applies to us for what we have to bring about. But we're in an amazing time because we have the ability to upgrade ourselves. And we basically can skip and speed up what nature was doing. So it goes much deeper. It's not just an ID. It goes much deeper than that. I don't know if I explained it well. I did my best. Subscribe to youtube.com slash wins. Watch the live stream at twitch.tv slash live. And follow the real Athene on Snapchat.